This is the South Bend Beat Podcast, presented by Alpha Dog Agency. Welcome to my city, bring you to my city, let you ride around my city, I can show you around my city, welcome to my city. And this is your host, Kyle O'Connor, we're on episode 3 of the South Bend Beat Podcast. We have a big one today. Uh, we have Big Perm from U93. <laughs> How are you doing? Attended. Big one. Good, man. How are we doing? Doing pretty well. Uh, getting through these uh, episodes, this is going to be the last of that first batch that releases. Um, and, you know, right off the bat, I have a question for you. Yeah. The name Big Perm. <laughs> Where'd it come from? <laughs> man, if I had money for every time I got to yeah. ask that question every day. <laughs> so I was on a uh, morning show. Gosh, had to have been, uh, Wow maybe a little under 10 years ago, uh, it was my first day on this show. And, uh, you know, everyone's like, Hey, uh, you know, I was like an intern coming in. They're like, Hey, you know, when it comes to the host, just don't make eye contact. When he wants to talk to you, he'll come to you. I was like, all right, cool, cool. So I'm coming in to introduce myself to him. And he goes, uh, Whoa, this is the guy. I was like, yeah, how you doing? Uh, and I'm a, I'm the new guy. He goes, Whoa, you look like me. Back when, like, I was your age, early <laughs> 20s, but he's like, back in the 70s and 80s, perms are really popular. <laughs> so it was like, I'm looking at you and I'm seeing myself with like a big perm. <laughs> so it was just a joke on the air, like, oh boy, intern big perms here. And it caught on. Uh, in radio, uh, there's a thing called TSL, it's called time spent listening. Okay. You want people to like stay on. Same with, uh, you know, television as well. It's you, you want ratings. Ratings are what makes us win. Why do you have a job? It must be the funnest. That's no, a lot of stress because you got to have ratings. It's called TSL, Time Spent Listening. How do I keep you, uh, you know, when the commercials come on, how do I keep you on the station? Right. That's like a radio person's goal. So uh, who are you going to remember more? Some guy who's like, hey, what's going on? It's it's Chris. Yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> you know, it's, it's Steve. It's Bob. That's everybody's name. Or you're gonna hear some guy who's like, "Get out of three! What's going on? It's Big Perm. Hey, here's what we're about to do next." You're gonna hear that Big Perm and go, "Number one, you either didn't understand what I said, and you go, what do you say? Yeah. You say you say Big Perv? No, I think you said Big Perm. <laughs> no, I think you said Big Worm. So right there, you're already talking about it, and it's like a marketing tactic. And uh, yeah, just keep you top of mind and. Uh, Heck, maybe you Google me. You're like, oh, yeah. man, what did he say? And it's just uh, right there. You've you got uh, automatic fan right there. So uh, once I got my show on the weekends there at that station, it, the name had caught on. So I'm like, you know what? Why uh, why switch it? Exactly. I like to have a different personality, uh, kind of be a different dude. So I like to have a different name that nobody else has. And what station was that? What city were you in? I was in Toledo, Ohio. Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, so kind of tell us, so the theme of this podcast is, uh, you know, local personalities, influencers, leaders in the city. Yeah. Um, tell us your South Bend story, how you got to South Bend. Oh yeah. Um, kind of your background, uh, just basically that entire story. Let's hear it. Okay. Yeah. I'm uh, originally from like the Detroit, Michigan area. Okay. Not originally, but like Detroit. I come from Royal Oak, which is about 10, 15 minutes from Detroit. It's like the Chicago of Michigan. Real nice upscale skinny, so uh, that's where I moved from. Okay, and uh, I was out of radio for a little bit. I was I had lost my job at uh, that Toledo station. They flip formats, so basically a little bit about radio, TV. When a station is not making money, 
they flip formats. They're like, hey, so if you ever like listen to a station just flips one day, you're like, what the heck? That's my station. Unfortunately, it's a business. So you say, why do they play so commercials? If we're playing commercials, we're making money. Right. So that's what that's the goal. Uh, it's unfortunate, you know, for listeners, but uh, that's how we make our money. So unfortunately, when radio stations, television stations, heck, sports teams, they don't make money. People aren't advertising with them. You lose. You doesn't need, make money. You doesn't need make to sense. Flip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to flip to a, a radio market or a radio uh, format that people are going to want to pay to uh, advertise with. Right. So that Toledo station was on flip formats. So I was like early twenties. You know, wasn't really a job experienced. I didn't really know what to do. So I lost my job and just kind of gave up. Uh, I knew I was good at radio, but. I didn't. I sent out my demos, and no one would return my emails. So honestly, I just kind of gave up. Uh, I knew I was good, and I was still sending them here and there, but I just worked some odd-end jobs, uh, you know, here and there, uh, just in the meantime. And I honestly, yeah, man, I just kind of uh, didn't really have that fire, and uh, yeah, really no motivation. I knew I was good, and I was like, yeah, I know I'm better than these guys. I'm listening to on the radio, but I didn't do anything about it. So I had worked all these odd-end jobs, and. I uh, just I still followed radio guys online and stuff and would write them like, hey, I'm a big fan and you know any tips you can give me. Here's my demo. So uh, no one would hit me back. And then one day this guy, his name was Tic Tac, and this guy's like a legend. Like this, no matter where this guy goes, he wins, he kills, and he's a real different dude though. And uh, so I wrote him. I was like, hey, big fan. Here's my stuff. You know, so. He, Here's my number. Here's my number. If he's like, yeah, what's your number? So he calls me and just like lit me up and was like, why are you out of radio? Like your demo's good. How are you not doing this? So honestly, I was sitting in this, a true story. I was sitting in the parking lot of the McDonald's that I was working at. I was the drive through guy. Whoa. I'm sitting in the parking lot and he's just lighting me up, just yelling at me. And uh, my manager was like banging on my window. Like, Hey, are you coming in? What, why are you sitting in the parking lot? And I was like, no, yeah. I'm not. Like, no, nah, dude, I need to get back into radio, man. Like, this is for me. I need to, right. yeah, I need to get Big Perm back. So, uh, yeah, and I was working those drive through jobs. And you want, you want to know one of the, uh, this, this is a true story as well. One of the, like, there's a little, little coal of fire in me. How it st- stayed lit was I used to run the drive through the little, uh, I was like the back speaker guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I had a headphone on like you and I have right now. And, uh, oh, I would just be how I am now, fun with them, you know. So, uh, hey, what's going on? You know, welcome to McDonald's. What can I get you? Just a fun voice like that. They're used to, hello, go ahead. Yeah. You know, you, you get <laughs> yeah, what you hor- want. It's yeah. a horrible experience. <laughs> oh, that's what you want? Like, yeah. It's just a horrible experience. You go out to the drive-thru nowadays. I made it like a fun thing. Yeah. That was like my radio mic. But I, I was on the radio, and people used to legit tell me, man, you need to be on the radio. You yeah. think about that? I'm, you know how embarrassed I was, like, telling people, yeah, dude, I have, a like, a master's degree in radio and television broadcasting. Yeah. What? You know how embarrassing that is to tell someone that? That would, like, light my fire. Kid you not, I used to get tipped. I, I used to really? run. I know. I, how I didn't get fired? <laughs> I don't know. I ended, I ended up getting fired for stealing a hash brown. But I used to, I used to take money from people. Not like take it, but they like to give me tips yeah. because I would make it a fun experience. So 24-hour McDonald's, man, I'd be like, hey, what's going on? Welcome to McDonald's. What can I get for you? Oh, oh, man, what's up? They're, you know, they're tipsy on something, alcohol, other, <laughs> other substances. Uh, 
don't know what kind of podcast this is. Oh, you can say whatever you want okay. on this podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know if there was cussing or swearing, no, drugs, yeah. alcohol. They were on something. So I've been working those overnight hours, you know, so you, someone coming to the drive through a 4 a.m. isn't going to be some normal person. And they're yeah. all business. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're coming in partying, all 10 of them, you know, flocked in that car. And you're like, what's up? Just yeah. making it fun for them. And they used to throw me like a couple extra bucks. Hey, Just nothing wrong tip. with that. I know. So that used to like light my fire. And then I quit that job, got into radio, and uh, or got back into radio by sending my stuff out. And uh, I was friends with uh, Caleb James, who was the afternoon drive host here. Uh, let's see. I've been here a little over three years. So maybe about three and a half years ago. Okay. He was, uh, is when he left. And uh, he brought me down here just to hang out one day. And he, uh, I sent my stuff to Rob, who was the, uh, Rob Sparks, who was the program director here. And I'd sent my stuff to him and got in his ear like, hey, you know, I see you got a night show opening. I'd love to, you know, talk to you about that. So Caleb got in his ear and then, uh, you know, Artemis got in his ear and then just, he called me and was like, hey, you know, we got an opening down here. What do you think? And I was like, let me tell you something. What do I think? I was like, I'm legit uh, f- like three and a half, four hours away here in Detroit. I was like, I will walk there <laughs> for this job. This yeah. is how bad I want this job. I'll walk there. I was like, when do you want? I'll start tomorrow. I don't even need my stuff. I just need a microphone and you know, you to turn it on for me and I will bring it and uh, I will bring results. And uh, they were struggling at night. So I was like, just all I ask is you let me be me. You know, don't, you can keep a leash on me, you know, but you know, let me do my thing. Let me be, be, let me be like funny and quirky and, uh, I will bring you number one results. Just please hire me. So I came in August, 2014 and, uh, radio numbers are similar to like a football number. So if a team is scoring double digits, they're probably not winning a lot of games. Right. So it was a nine share when I came in August of 2014, uh, came in for our first uh, ratings book, which would have ended January 2015. I had taken it from a nine share to a 25 Ooh. in one book. So, uh, yeah. So I've been number one since uh, January of uh, 2015 there. It certainly worked out. I mean, you're pretty synonymous with South Bend Radio at Thanks. this point. Thanks. I've been trying, man. Um, yeah. I mean, you, you do a really good job. Thank you. And I and I think that has a lot to do with uh, all the interest we had on social media when we asked people questions That's for Big Perm. You really? Yeah, I think we're going to dive right into those oh, if you're ready. my mind, man, whenever you're ready. All right. The first one came from Jordan. Yeah. His question was, do you actually listen to the music or do you have other stuff going on while songs play so you don't have to hear Despacito 37 times mm, per day? It's a good jam. Um, <laughs> hmm. I do have a lot going on. So if you were to come into the radio station, basically I'll break down left to right what I'm looking at. So I come in, I like to stand. I don't like to sit down. Standing can kind of move around. Oh, so you're standing when you're on air. I like to stand. Okay. I don't like to sit down. Yeah, so I'm a stander so that I can move around. A lot going on. So left to right. So on the left, you have a, a big computer that's going to be, uh, it's called Audio Vault. Okay. And that is going to be what every single thing you hear on the air is in. That's going to be the on-air computer. So that is going to be your songs, commercials, promos, uh, music beds, anything you need. Anything that's going to go on the air is on this big computer on the left called programs called Audio Vault. And I have a mouse that can, uh, you know, so say uh, say I want to 
I need a little extra time, a little music bed. Right. Yeah. So instead of talking up, you know, a nine second Despacito song, <laughs> uh, I need I want to talk for a minute. Like, hey, what's up? I'm gonna be on with Kyle. You know, Tuesday. You know, here's what we're gonna do. You know, I want to talk for a little bit. Okay. Hey, what's going on? Did you hear about this? Oh. You throw in a music bag, grab my, you know, go into my bed folder, grab that, throw it in over Despacito. And then, uh, so that's my main computer. Everything you hear, everything. Commercials and they're color coded. So I know which one's which, when it's going to fire. On that computer, you're going to have all your songs, how many seconds I have to talk. So if you ever hear me talk and I talk up to the vocals, okay, it's called the post. That's going to be all in that computer there. Then to the right of that, is going to be uh, the callers. That's going to be Vox Pro. So anytime, anytime you call the show, I have a button I push that records it. So I go in, open up, much like a, like a Word document. It's an audio document. Open up a brand new one. It's clean. Hit start. Everything we say from the time you pick up the call, everything you say, everything I say, as long as I push record, it's going to record it. As soon as we're done talking, I'm going to hang up. I'm going to edit it up. So if you ever hear... The call sounds like you and I are talking normal. It didn't sound like that when you first called. Right. It's rare you're going to get a perfect call. So you edit it up so that it is, you know, short and sweet and you get all the, you know, get everything in there. So that's, uh, yeah, then you just edit it up, edit up those volumes, enhance them a little bit. It's ready to put on the air. Fantastic. So that's, that's, Very good to know. Yeah, there's that. And then, uh, then we go above those. So those are just eye level. Then we're going up now. So now you're going to have... I do a lot of stuff with social media. Okay. So you can either yep. choose to do this or not. I like to have the show running live and social media as well. So now we're going up top here. So we're going to have our Twitter, Facebook, uh, U93.com. All that's going to be up on like a big computer up top there. And then, uh, then I got Snapchat on my phone to my right, which is kind of just an arm's level over here. Okay. Yeah. So we're doing... Facebook, Twitter up here, you know, any, any sites I need. If I want to go to TMZ or something like that, it's going to be up top there. And then I got uh, Snapchat right down here in my hand level. So you have a lot going on. A lot going on. Yeah. So and then, um, yeah, if I, I mean, I got the song on a little bit just so I'm mentally like, all right, the song isn't dead. The station's off the air. So I got it on a little bit, but I got so much going on. I really don't listen to it a whole heck of a lot. And then I just wait for the song to end and I get ready to hop in. Now, here's a question that we didn't get, but mm -hmm. now I have a little bit of curiosity. Yeah. Between um, editing, uh, making the show run smoothly, uh, throwing the commercials and everything, how big is the crew that's needed? Say, when you're on in the morning, um, if you co-host, then how big is the behind-the-scenes crew? It's just me. It's just you. Just me. Yep. I'm a one-man crew, man. When Whoa. you're uh, – yeah, that's just me, though. Um you know, it takes many years of that. It's it's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of time management. It's a lot of uh, multitasking. You ever hear that word a lot? This yeah. radio is like multitasking, capital letters. You got to know how many seconds because you're doing all that stuff. So you got to be able to put up a bit on Facebook. Okay, so you know, we're starting a break. We're about to hop in at, say we're doing a topic at, at 640. So we're going to go like, hey, uh, what's the craziest thing you ever seen someone do while tailgating at a Notre Dame tailgate? Okay, it's going to be our 640, and it's, say, it's 635 right now. So we got five minutes. We're going to play Despacito. We're going to come out afterwards, and we're going to hit the question, okay? Hit the question, hit the number, uh, and we can just get in. We'll just, we'll just talk up the song. So, hey, what's going on? Yid 3 
Hey, what's the craziest thing you've ever seen as we get ready for Notre Dame this weekend? They're home again. What's the craziest thing you've ever seen? Those and kind a, of questions you're coming Notre, up with too. Yeah, you want yeah, yeah. everything. Any of the content is it's just all me, you. Just off the top of my head, man, yeah, that's so, wild. Yeah, I just want you know, whatever you want to talk about, man. I keep it real. Uh, there are sites and stuff that have like topics and stuff like that, but man, I just like to keep it real. That's one thing about me is uh, what I wanted to do when I came in here was when I was talking about just keeping it real, being me. Uh, don't really, I don't really have like any uh, insecurities or anything. A lot of people are like, well, I don't want to admit this. Man, the first week I came here, <laughs> I wanted people to know that I was like, I want to be like everybody's spirit animal. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, man, you know I want to be? I want to be a big perm. Yeah. Like I came out here, man, the first thing I admitted was, what's like an embarrassing thing about you? What's one of the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? And like weeks prior, I had... Uh, uh, there's one thing I don't know how to do, and that is say goodbye to someone. You ever be at like a party or something, yeah. or you're in a big group, and you're like, "Man, I want to get up out of here." I end up doing the Irish goodbye usually. You, you know, just kinda, ghost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do yeah. that same thing. But then I, I got someone, and it was like a longtime friend, and we're just talking. We're talking. When I get to drinking, <laughs> I just it just runs right through me. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. So if you get me like a conversation, like me talking to you. Yeah, when I first met you at the you know downtown South yep. Bend there at the dog yep. uh, dog gone Friday or whatever that was, um, that kind of situation. I want to put off a good impression. I wanted to come on the show. So if I would have cut you short because I had to go to the bathroom or something, I would have felt bad. Right. So I hang right. in there. Well, that was a bad idea. <laughs> I, <ended> up, <laughs> I swear to. <laughs> Why well, I'm saying this, I have no idea. But uh, yeah, I told you, man, just keep it real. I ended up like wet my pants i had to go so freaking bad dude and no it and i was like i didn't know what to do yeah one of the most embarrassing things ever dude and then i'm a huge like 90s fan yeah so i made it real clear off the get-go i love me some boy bands and i want well, to be i've, in a I've boy seen band. on your social media you yeah. hit up some concerts you went, was one at wrigley yeah a while I, went back. To, uh, I went to uh it was uh chris lane nelly Florida Georgia line at Backstreet Boys a couple of weeks ago. That's a lineup. It was. That's a lineup. I went to Luke Bryan like a week ago um, in Chicago as well. But uh, yeah, man, just keep it real, dude. Not real insecurities. I just like to be fun and and just laugh. Like, does that make you think less of me that I told you that? I mean, it's just it's just funny. Something we can laugh at. Yep. I want to be everybody's best friend, man. That's a goal. I could care less what you think about me. Just a cool dude, and I just like to, uh, yeah, be friends with everybody. So that's the right way to We've go about it. We've all something happen, man. Why? Who am I to judge you? Oh yeah, I, I mean, to be yeah, funny, man. Hey, wet in pants. That's what like happens, that's bro. We've all done that's it. That's a handful of times in, <laughs> in your adult life, at least. You know. <laughs> yeah. So I just kept it real, man. Let everybody know I'm just a normal dude as well. Yep. I'm not somebody. Uh, even though I may have a little bit of a different job, some people look at me in a different light. Nah, dude, I'm just a different dude. So made of skin, just like you. So. All right. Well, let's get to the next question. Yeah, man. This one's from Matt, and I'm sure this is one you get a lot also. What you got, Matt? How different is your on-air voice from your regular voice? Oh, God. Uh, it's the same. The exact same. You don't want to be radio guy. No. Yeah. No. You don't want to be that so guy. So you were just blessed with the recognizable, you know, the just good, strong voice. I don't know about yeah. that, man. I just like to just talk normal, but... Uh, so no, you say you some of those hosts voice. that yes, they that try it. to play it up, they do it. that usually doesn't end well? I mean, it's, I've it's noticed just news anchors will do it too. Stupid, yeah. Um, a little bit. I mean, uh, 
at times. Maybe like, there's okay. their enunciation. Yeah, maybe. Like, I'll admit, when I'm talking fast, yeah. so I, I may talk a little faster. It may sound a little different. But other than that, no, it's it's pretty deep and just like this normally. But uh, I will admit, if you're like a, a song where you, you only have so many seconds to talk up a song. Right. If you uh, don't throw any music bets. So say you have a, a Despacito, like you said a few minutes ago, which is about eight or nine seconds, and you got a lot to say. Yeah. You want to throw out like a bit topic. So you're throwing out a bit. You got to hit the number and like get people to call. Because even if you just crack the mic and say, hey, call now, it's not always going to work. You need to persuade people to call. Make them feel comfortable. I'm doing stuff, man. Why would I want to call you? Yeah. Make them call. Tough to do in eight seconds sometimes. So sometimes I do got to speed my voice up. So it may sound a little different, but I would never get pukey on you like yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. But a lot of dudes do that. Yeah, there are. Um, no, no need to do that. All Keep right. Keep it real. Be natural. Yeah, that's it. Now, I feel like this next question you kind of already answered oh, earlier. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this is from Mackenzie. Yeah. Most embarrassing on-air moment. I mean, I know you, oh, you, shared the, you shared the embarrassing story, but on did something moment. happen live on air where yeah. you just wanted to crawl into a hole afterwards? <laughs> well, when you trip up on the air, that's pretty, that's like a radio, guys. We're all pretty critical of ourselves. If you, I hold myself to a pretty high standard, so if I trip up, you know, hey, you 93 was good. You 93, you know, you do that, that right. would just turn that mic off, and I'm dropping some, I'm dropping some bombs. <laughs> Absolutely. You make sure the mic's <laughs> off. But, um, okay, I'll, I'll give you a couple. Uh, when you're editing phone calls, okay, sometimes you got to do it real fast. Uh, I'd say a max. I mean, with my show, I ran when I talked. So usually it's about every six to seven minutes Okay, is a typical spacing. But sometimes if you're feeling crazy, you want to talk in three minutes, three, four minutes, that's about a normal song length. You could talk in that time. Sometimes you get a real good call. You're like, oh, I got to get this on now when this song is over with. But sometimes that song, it goes by fast. It's a short song. So you only have so much time to edit it. And sometimes you got you to gotta edit up. So sometimes your voice is at a different volume. And then them. That, then this guy said something funny. You got to get it all. So you gotta, Sometimes it takes a minute to edit and you're not ready. So one thing you always want to do before you put a call on air is listen to it. Because sometimes somebody could slip in something in there. Sneak something in. That's yeah. <laughs> and usually you catch it when you're on the phone, but sometimes you don't. Whether you are multitasking or doing something, sometimes you don't catch it uh, live when you are talking to that caller, when you get it in the editing program. I've done it a few times where I've rushed an edit on a call, and I've got it on the air before, and uh, I've let a cuss word drop. Uh, this What's was the panic moment after you hear that? Is there what it is? A, is uh, there like a quick like? Yeah, you're like this oh, isn't good. Shit, who's <laughs> yeah. listening? Yeah. And it was a shit, and uh, that's what they said. And I was like, and your stomach drops for a second, and you wait if because the boss will call you immediately or whoever's right. listening. Right. You know, so you either get a call on the hotline or your cell phone. So I wait, and you look, you stare at the cell phone like. Oh my God, anybody catch that? <laughs> yeah, you give it a minute, you give it a minute. And then the next day you're like, oh, well, what if they just are going to just rip me a new one when I come in? Right. Usually it would be like that moment. Like I just heard that. What was that? Get on the air and apologize. I've been fortunate. Now with the night show, a lot of that stuff was, it was a little quicker. I kept a little, little tighter on the morning show. You got a little more time to talk. 
and we talk live more. So the chances of something like that happening increase with a morning show because it's more of a show. Night show was just kind of me doing my thing, me and the callers. In the morning show, it's it's Lindsay and I. Right. So we're talking, and uh, you got to be a little bit more careful of what you say. <laughs> Yesterday we had the political talk with everybody taking the you know taking the uh, the kneel and the football and uh, Donald Trump and it it came to a real touchy subject. So you got to be real careful. You get some fiery callers. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I call them. Uh, I call them internet trolls. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of, everybody's a big talker through the keyboard. It's the people that are filling up comment yeah. sections across the internet. Yeah, those guys are great. Yeah. So we appreciate the love, but uh, I don't like the hate. Yeah. Yeah. So get a lot of that. So uh, most embarrassing one would letting this shit drop on my call. Yeah. Hey. I was scared. Hey. Hey. If that. If that. If you're gonna end your career with that being the most embarrassing moment, I think you'll do. I've never dropped well. any myself. <laughs> but uh, a caller snuck one in there. The next one comes. Yeah. This is kind of a duo question. I kind of yes. took parts two different people's questions. Cool. Um, Ron and Linda. And uh, there's just more career based. What moment did you decide you, you wanted to pursue this path? Mm-hmm. And do you have any advice? for maybe the younger generation that says, I want to be big perm someday. Uh-huh. How does that happen? Okay. We'll start with the uh, what maybe want to persuade me to get into broadcasting. Yep. Well, I was a voted class clown in high school, so I really haven't ever had, you know, um, you know, a shyness of being in front of people. I was always down to be uh, the presenter in, like, presentations in class. I would be like, I don't want to do it. I'll do it. I, I like it. So uh, just get up there and, and have fun with it. I took a lot of marketing classes and um, never really knew. I wanted to be a veterinarian my whole life. So I look back now really? and I go, how did I not know that I was going to get into broadcasting? Like I did all these classes and marketing and running sports game. And I was the announcer for it. And I got like a big trophy for it. And I'm like, how did I not know this? So um, how did I, man? Well, first I wanted to go into vet school. Then I realized, oh boy, that's like like a lot of schooling and I gotta be really smart and uh seems like a lot of work yeah like I'm going to sports games every night if I wasn't playing in a sports game I was attending it and I'm like well I don't study so that's (laughs) not gonna work out then I'm like I'm gonna take over my dad's appraising company Dan my dad owned a uh, very profitable company was doing very well I was just gonna take that over you know one of those well that ended up going bankrupt uh about the time I graduated high school is when the economy hit. Well, there we go. Oh, for two. Awesome. So uh, my dad brought home like a, some brochure, some school called uh, Specs Howard. I'm like, eh, whatever. And uh, Specs Howard is the number one broadcasting school in the nation. Really? Yeah. Where's it located? It's in Southfield, Michigan. Okay. Yeah. So I ended up getting a brochure there and I'm like, dude, whatever. I got nothing else going on. So I'm like, I'm 17, you know, it's summer, like going into the fall. I didn't want to be, you know, someone not going into college. That, that was unacceptable. Um, so I was like, oh, let's, let's go there. So we went out, checked it out. I ended up taking a couple of entrance exams just to see what it was all about. And if I get a call back, I ended up getting a scholarship. So, uh, I went into it. I was like, well, you know, I'm, uh, you know, I like talking in front of people and um, it's definitely something different. So I'm like, let's give it a whirl. So I ended up getting a scholarship there and uh, ended up uh, graduating from the radio uh, class early. So I was like, well, all my friends are 
you know, still in college and stuff. And I was like, well, shoot, I don't want to be like done early. So I was like, let's do more. So I ended up going back for the television uh, class and ended up graduating with that. What I did to graduate early was I didn't take a summer vacation. So you know how people take a summer break? Yeah. I just took classes all year round, made my life a living hell. But I graduated in like half the time. So I did a four-year college in two and a half. So you really leaned in. So I did radio, yeah. TV, and uh, marketing. So I got three degrees out of that, which uh, which was nice. And I wanted to just have the sexiest resume. So yeah. you got it. You're like, all right, let's put this guy at the top. But I had to go through a pretty, pretty crazy two and a half years. Now this school, they said, well, how is it the number one school? Well, a 79% would be failing. So basically, if you failed one test, you out. Whoa. Yeah. So it, it uh, you're in the studio every day. You're learning. You're in legit radio studios. That's what you need to learn. A lot of people go, man, I want to be big perm and stuff like that because I'm funny and I want to talk. No, that's, that's, that's cool. And that's, that's like good stuff. But when, the, when, when you get in that fire, you got to be able to fight it. You can't be giving up. You fail one test, which will happen. Um, you got to know how, how to get back up, man. And... Uh, yeah, so that school was pretty crazy because there was uh, there was no pumps out some talent though. Yeah, I'm yeah, oh, absolutely. That school is just uh, whew, just pumping them out. You see on the walls in there the graduates. It's like dang, I'm up on that wall. So, so yeah. maybe advice for the some of the kids would be to go to this school. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you get get into it, but even if you don't, it's okay. There's a lot of people that uh, you know just go to regular classes and stuff. I don't expect you to move, you know, to Michigan to go into the school, but you get any kind of communications or broadcasting. Um, hmm. What would I What would I recommend for you? Um, I would say learn as much as possible. Uh, what you hear on the radio, there's about a million other things to it than what you just hear. You hear us talking right now. This is like the smallest fraction of what I do. There is so much. You got to be able to live your everyday life and be observant of, like run, I run a topical show. You, know, you want right. to run a successful right. show, live your everyday life and observe things and turn those into bits. How can you make an intriguing topic out of something in your life? Do stuff like that. Being uh, that's, that's very Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Just living the life, man. Yeah. yeah. And uh, what I do is if I was to show you my phone, man, I got thousands of screenshots of just ideas. So something comes up, I set an alarm. Hey, all right, uh, 6.50 tomorrow morning. I remember to do this on the air. Boom. Just remembering things. But I would say observe um, and uh, outwork everybody. Man, it, it, you're going to go through That's points in your advice. life. Yeah, you're yeah. going to go through points in your life where it's going to suck. But uh, if you work hard, work those late hours, man, I've worked 30-some, 20-some, 30-some hours in a row before um, just just to get ahead, you know, because people see. They're not blind. They see. They see what you do around the station. I used to, when I lived in Toledo, uh, I'm sorry, when I worked in Toledo, I used to drive 90 miles one way. So you're driving almost 200 miles a day. For when I was like a intern Wait, and, and Every level, day? Every day. Every day for... Uh, I was on the morning show, so yeah, it was an everyday thing. So uh, Monday through Friday was the morning show, and then my shows were Saturday and Sunday on the weekends. I did that for four and a half years. I didn't live there. Did it for four and a half years because I didn't. Ninety miles one way. Yeah, so for about, four and a half years. Yep, about two hundred. Yeah, I put over three hundred thousand miles on my car. What kind of car were you driving? Ford Escape, two thousand five. <laughs> yeah, that baby kept up. Did good, man. Yeah. It did real good. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, it was my 
kind of like I made it moment when I when I moved here and started establishing myself and the show started doing good. I bought myself a new car. Yeah. So, but it made over three hundred thousand miles on that car. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand, man. Well, you do ninety miles one way for four and a half years. I guess that's gonna happen. Yep. But oh no, I don't want to. You know, drive to work. I don't want to go into work. Yeah, you do. If you want something bad enough, you gotta outwork everybody. Because those dudes that work down the street don't come into work one day. How good do you look? Exactly. He drives, and I'm exhausted. You know, I used to go do that, and then I drive home and go lifeguard and fall asleep in the like watching people i was that tired like you got to outwork everybody learn absorb ask questions like learn it all you want to be like you want to know everything know how to run all the social media sites even if you think they're stupid know how to run the social media sites that's a little bit of a fraction but man you want to build a monster you want a radio show that's just a monster which is what i wanted i'm gonna knock you with good stuff on the air so when you hear it but what if you got to work tonight or something you what, what if you got to work in the morning you can't hear the morning show how you gonna know what i'm doing social media what do you want what is everybody on all the time social media they're yep. on snapchat they're on facebook so if you miss the show oh i'm gonna let you know what i'm doing because you're gonna see it so i'm hitting you across the head with social media Facebook. Oh man, what's the craziest thing I seen? You know what my buddy did when we were tailgating that one time. Then I'm on Snapchat. Oh, well, I think it'd be funny to hit him up with this. Boom, I just hit you two times. Then you're on the air. So just man, you want to build a monster. That's how you get a successful show. You see every big show on TV, they got a page on social media they're promoting. Yep, so you're seeing it on the air. Oh, what if you missed the show? It's going to be on social media. You're going to know everything they did. That's a monster of a show right there. Well, I think any any uh, young youngsters out there listening right now that want to be the next big perm, I think they just got a lot of actionable steps mm-hmm. uh, how to make that happen. <laughs> we have a couple more questions before we get to our quick lightning round questions. Sure. Um, this is another kind of duo question from Stephen and John. Um You've kind of answered this, but you might want to go deeper into it. How do you decide talk time versus music playing? Do you have a script or is a lot of it improv? I know you mentioned the night morning show is kind of a different mm-hmm. beast. Yeah, it's but, improv. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's improv. When, when you got, uh, it depends. Not every station. When you've established yourself coming into a radio station, no, you're going to be on a leash. We want you just talking up songs. So if it says 10, talk for 10. If it says 12, Talk for 10 to 12. But then once you establish yourself, which I've been very fortunate to have, then it's like, all right, be you. Keep it. Keep it in the lines. Don't get too crazy. Don't color too much outside the lines, which, you know, you're not going to get up in there, start swearing, start talking about nasty stuff. Right. Keep it in the lines, but you can talk about what you want for as long as you want. Anybody in radio knows we want music. I know this. I do the same thing when I go out of town. I go to Chicago, Detroit. I listen. Somebody goes to commercial. I do the exact same thing, man. TV, I'm watching my ESPN. Goes to commercial. I flip it over to you know ESPN2 or TBS or something for Family Guy or something. I flip it. Which Oh, man, everyone's on commercials. Shoot. So I don't like commercials either. It happens. But I go back. So, uh, yeah, um, I try to keep it. Keep it nice and tight. And if I do talk for, you know, 40 to 60, 90 seconds, keep it entertaining. So that you're like, <laughs> okay, you know, then keep them around. So it's tough to keep people. But if you keep it entertaining, 
Yeah. So uh, just improvise, but I kind of know being a person who can relate to listening to the radio, I keep it tight. So, and yeah. it, t- it sounds like it takes quite a bit of experience to get to the part to where, yeah. you know. You don't talk for a yeah. long time. No one wants to hear that. So Now for the last question, um, I mean, it's kind of a question. Mm-hmm. So uh, a friend of mine, Ryan, um, he said he came up. Uh, his dad did radio, nice. radio household. He said one of the weird things about that was when they would be out in public, you know, wherever it may be, a lot of people would approach his dad as if they had this deep relationship with him Mm -hmm. or they knew him kind of like this one-sided deep relationship. Does that happen to you too? I I know when I out at the uh, dog days for downtown South Bend, I saw you carrying around papers and you're like doing autographs and stuff. Mm -hmm. So you get a lot of people coming up, you know, because they know your life. They listen to you every day. You don't really know them. How do you handle that dynamic? Well, you know, I'm flattered by that stuff, man. And, um, you sometimes got to be, it's, I'll be honest, a lot of broadcasters uh, have a little bit of an issue with this because it is a good feeling. Uh, and I hate to see it with celebrities, and I'm not a celebrity, but real celebrities and stuff. When I hear or see them be jerks, whether it is to me or you know, to a fan or something, I see something, you, you got to be honest with yourself and go, how did you become famous? How did Justin Bieber become famous? Fans. Uh, the people that love him. Yeah. So why would I, if, if you look back and just step back and go, all right, how did I humble yourself for a minute and go, how did I get here? So Justin Bieber, Usher discovered me, and then he was, you know, he was just loved by the young fans. Who the heck would you be if you had no fans? Like, put your ego down for a second. And it's nice. Don't get me wrong. Going out, getting recognized, taking picture, autograph, man, that is a freaking dream, dude. But, uh. Who the heck would I be without people listening to the show, people listening to Unity 3? So I'm going to show you all the love I have because I am so appreciative of uh, you even wanting to take a picture with me. I appreciate even listening to me, Snapchat me. If you ever hit me up, I will hit you back. I will never deny you uh, no matter what I got going on. Hitting people back on social media, it's like a part-time job, man. Snapchat. Big Perm page, my Sean page, U93 page, got an Instagram. So I got everything hitting people back, man. It's uh, it's a lot, but you know what? It is worth it. So I, even when it gets overwhelming, you keep with it? Of course. Sure. Absolutely, man. There's plenty of time in the day. And uh, yeah, no, now that I'm on a earlier schedule, it's it's even better because right. I got more time. But um, no, man, I, I appreciate every, sing, every single person showing me love and stuff and Wanting to take a picture, and, and if you think about it, uh, honestly, some of that stuff is like uh, free marketing. Yeah, like they're about yeah. to put a picture up that says, you know, hey, what's up? I met you know Big Perm, or so it's like, how are you gonna turn that down? Exactly. I am a yeah. nobody without you guys. So, um, man, it's it's a blessing. I'm honored to even be in that position. I've wanted that my entire life, so it's uh, it's great. And it's good. And I can personally vouch for that. When we were out at the dog days over, like, by Chicory, my wife yeah. pointed out there was a kid that just on top of the world to be meeting you. And Is you that were, right? I think you were signing um, <laughs> a small piece of paper or nice. something like that to give to him. And you could tell that that, that kid's day was made. Yeah, that's so, always the goal, man. So Big Perm's not just talking. He, he is actually <laughs> like that. For sure. We will um, – a uh, quick lightning round we do with all of our guests, just Great. like random quick questions. Sweet. Are you ready? Yeah, always. Favorite area restaurant? 
Wow. Uh, hmm. Pear area restaurant. Oh, man. If it's a, hey, I had a good day, I'm going to dinner tonight, where are you going? Where am I going? Uh, wow, I'm a wings guy, so wings, man, that is a tough one, dude. Hmm. I mean, I hate to say like a, a B-dubs for wings, but. So your B dubs rather than wings, etc. That was gonna be my question. You know, I like wings. them both. Yeah. Uh, I think I've just been to B dubs more. I think when I get invited to places, it's just it, ironically enough, it's just B dubs. But uh, I'm a big wings guy too. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. if wings some, is your answer, stick with it because yeah, I'm some, right there with you. Some nice wings that that stumped me. Yeah. Uh, we'll go wings. Yeah, okay. Some nice wings and ranch. I'm good, man. Yeah. Yeah. Now this, I, I think you're gonna like this question. <laughs> Favorite concert ever attended? Oh man. <laughs> Wow. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to go with uh, uh, the one I mentioned a few weeks ago, the uh, the Chris Lane, Nelly, Florida, uh, Florida Georgia line of Backstreet Boys. Uh, show was great, but it was the, uh, the fact that we had pits, front row pit stage tickets really? on stage. So I literally got I didn't to see your photos. You're pretty close. I to, got to yeah. shake their hands and, uh, and touch them quite a bit. That's so awesome. that would probably go top of the list because of the experience. Them showing me love, shaking my hand, you know, singing in my face. That was legendary. So yeah, never forget that. No. Did Nelly, did he have, the, did he do the hits too? Did he do country grammar? Oh yeah. E-I-L? Oh yeah. Oh, Nelly brought it. Oh man. Nelly brought it dude. And I'm, keep this between us but yeah i or keep it between us on this podcast <laughs> i'm trying to get nelly here that's like a goal because we brought obviously uh party in the park brought yeah, ludicrous that if was you can get nelly here man that's like uh, the goal dude i mean when we got ludicrous here we were like tell on. me he can bring all the saint lunatics bring them all are we gonna top this <laughs> so we're on it dude but it, that was my goal i mean my goal is to bring like a after seeing nelly like he hasn't sometimes you lose a beat yeah, lose a little bit after being out of you know the spot. Was it for a just while. him, or did any of the, were any of the other yeah. Saint Lunatics? The there? Saint Lunatics were there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. He brought I'm the big crew. Murphy Lee guy too. He brought the yeah. crew. Oh man. Oh yeah. Yeah, that'd be. Yeah, work on that. See if you can get him here. I'm, that'd I'm be pretty awesome. It. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. Fingers crossed. All right. Money. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Taylor Swift is. Uh, Taylor Swift is. Hmm. I'll go with beautiful. Okay. She's a hottie. Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm a fan. So you are a fan. Oh, big time. Okay. Good. Yeah. All right. Big fan, big fan of like uh, her, like, yeah. like dating wise. But I mean, uh, the, her. Look two, what you made me do. Were you a fan of that Look what song? you made me do and uh, ready for it. Those songs are hot, but all yeah. the other ones are like, they're okay. Yeah. I mean, I like it, but uh, I'm, I'm like a new Taylor. She's a little darker, but she's definitely hot. Yeah. So country Taylor or pop Taylor? Pop Taylor. Pop Taylor. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this new Taylor though was something. She dark and she coming. Yeah, she yeah, coming yeah, for blood. Yeah, she was coming for next. She is. Yeah. So I'm um, kind of digging it. I don't know. I just thought. See, I like it, like a good girl. So Taylor's kind of always had a little thing in my heart because she's like a sweet girl. Yeah. But I don't know if she gonna like stab me or what. Yeah. She crazy. <laughs> you think it's uh, kind of going after Katy Perry a right. little bit? Katy Perry. I think, after I've Kanye seen Katy Perry has been uh, struggling to move tickets. Right. Yeah, to some of her concerts. So yeah. I think at this point, T. Swift's just kind of stepping on her neck. I know. So I'm a fan, but yeah, she's sexy. <laughs> All right. Um, do you have any pets? Uh, I do not currently because of my uh, long hours working, but uh, I'm a big dog guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I could tell when you're out there. Yeah, you. 
All the dogs. Yeah, yeah. I like dogs. So I want to get one, and I'm just waiting for the right one. We do our dog on Wednesdays uh, every every Wednesday on the show, and that's always a treat having dogs come in. So I need to get one this <laughs> soon. I just hate leaving them around the yeah. house, you know, without me there. So especially when they're young, I could. Yeah, yeah get a little rough. so uh, I'm working on that. Like, can I bring them in the show? How long do I got to keep them? Should I keep them with somebody? I hate to leave them around. So when I get like a shorter schedule or something, right. then I'm going to get that dog. So Okay. Dog guy. Um, this is kind of a question that I throw in there because I'll get to it in a second. But have you ever been stuck on an elevator? I don't think so. Okay. I don't, my, I don't ride elevators. Maybe for a second, but it, it went going. Yeah, uh, so going. even for a second, I probably would have passed out. I don't ride them at all. Yeah. When I was, when I was in New York, really? I was on the 13th floor, and every day, stairs up and down. Good exercise. Yeah, I do not. Well, I was telling you last night I had to go over to the hospital for a quick issue, and they're wheeling me through. Uh, it was minor, by the way. Mm-hmm. They're wheeling me through, and my first question was, is this on the same floor? Yeah. I'm not trying to get on an elevator. Whew. But and it was. It so was. I, I was yeah. going to say, probably yeah. not. Yeah, I lucked out there. It, it was. <laughs> Um, next, not a question really, but say a word in Spanish. Uh, ole. Okay. Ole. Like yeah. it. Favorite city in the U.S. other than beautiful South Bend, of course. Favorite city in the U.S. Man, um, being from the Detroit area, Detroit's nice, man. And I'm a big sports fan. I mean. So do you like the Detroit teams? Oh, absolutely. Lions, Pistons, oh, Red great, Wings, man. I mean, Tigers. It's, yeah, it's it's a great city, and a lot of people, uh, you know, Detroit gets ripped on. Dude, It's I hate to be honest with you guys, but Detroit's a big city, so it's a million times better than South Bend. The thing like, I didn't realize about <laughs> Detroit was I didn't realize it was so close to Canada until like literally yeah, two weeks ago. Right like over it, there, yeah. And it's Windsor. That's right there? Uh, right, yes. Right close? Yep. So when you go to, uh, well, it was Jill Lewis Arena. That's where the Red Wings play. They have a brand new Little Susie's Arena now that is uh, overlooking Canada. So um, And so you guys think That's that crazy. having Notre Dame is nice here. Imagine having four Notre Dames. Like, every sports team has its own stadium. Right. So, like, you got the Tigers, who are at Comerica Park, which is, like, beautiful. Then you got... Uh, they're building the brand new Little Caesars Arena. So you're looking at a brand new top of the line sports arena. And when you build an arena, it's going to be uh, top of the line. So it's going to probably be the number one arena right now in sports because it's brand right. new. It's going to be the most futuristic one. So the Red Wings and the Pistons are going to play there. So you got that. Uh, you got Ford Field, which is right next to Comerica there where the Lions play. They're up and coming. Got one of the top, they have the highest paid quarterback or highest paid player in the NFL right now. Detroit is nice. And then you have all the athletes that own restaurants there. When an athlete who makes millions of dollars owns a restaurant, it's top of the line. Trust me. Then you have Wahlburgers. Mark Wahlberg just built Wahlburgers. Uh, They're filming all the movies right now. Mark Wahlberg just shot it, uh, shot Transformers there. Okay. Yeah, the newest Transformers was shot there. When I was moving here, uh, they were actually shooting Batman vs Superman um, in a uh, complex right down the street really? from where I was working. Mm-hmm. Detroit is is the heaven for movies uh, because they do have some broken down buildings, but that's all. As to South Bend, it happens. Gives it an authentic Detroit, feel, authentic yeah, look. Detroit is nice, man. It's nice, but um, Detroit and where I moved from in Royal Oak, like I was saying, is like the Chicago of uh, Michigan. 
that's pretty nice. Real nice upscale skitty. That's where a lot of the uh, athletes live. Okay. So it's a very nice city. Uh, that's where I moved from. Um, yeah, Royal Oak, Detroit. Man, beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. What what type of uh, what type of milk do you put in your cereal? Wow. Yeah. Well, I uh, I had some. I'm, I'm, I'm I eat really healthy. Uh, I try to stay away from any carbs as I could. I was a big cereal guy for a big portion of my life, and I went through with all some uh, some health stuff where uh, my blood sugar got like really high because I was like a pop alcoholic. Dude, Mountain oh. Dew, there is not enough Mountain Dew. Me too, and I have to stop. So if you have I, any tips. Bro, I, I, I stopped about a year and a half ago. I've dropped like 30, 40 pounds. And my just health, cold turkey, you were just like, all right, I can't do it anymore? No, no more. Yeah, because no, no it, like it was like risking my health, man, like my blood. I went and got a – I was getting uh, life insurance. And they're like, we want to see what kind of uh, like uh, customer you're going to be. Are you going to be a low risk, high risk? Want to make sure you're all good. Dude, I went in to get my blood drawn. And I was like, oh, man, I aced this thing. And she's like, everything looks good. I had a call back the next couple days later like, uh, sir, you need to go to a hospital now. I was like, what? Well, I, I've been a, like, I've never even broken a bone in my life. I've been like a perfect bill of health my entire life. I'm like, you have the wrong, do you have the right guy? What's going on here? They're like, uh, dude, your blood is pop. Like a normal person, if we were to draw your blood right now, your blood glucose, your blood sugar. I mean, if you're like a, a normal person, it would be like a, you know, like a one to three, one to four, maybe. Ooh, I had a couple of Mountain Dews or an energy drink or something or some coffee. Yeah, maybe a little bit in there. So maybe four max. I was a 12, which is like, dude, get to the hospital now. So, uh, yeah. So like a diabetic is like eight to 11. So like I was really? exceeding that. So I was like, what is going on? So I uh, made some serious changes to and my no diet. no pop anymore. No, no pop, no pop. I wow. try to stay away from fast food, carbs, basically. I watch carbs. So if you ever see me drinking something, it's going to be water. Or if I ever cheat, Jay, like this year, I got a zero, zero monster. So no so carbs. So you have to go with the zero. Yeah, z- yeah. A zero. Yeah, I only do the zero. So everything I drink, water. Um, I try to stay away from a lot of bread. Like a cheat day. I'll get some, like a sub or something. Right. But I don't eat like toast or anything. I stay away from carbs. Carbs is cereal. So uh, it's been a minute, but when I ate cereal, it was skim milk. Skim milk. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Been a minute, though. Been a couple years. It's probably been two, three years since I ate since cereal. Since you've had a bowl of cereal. Yes, sir. That's wild. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I used to be a big fan. Oh, yeah. Cinnamon Toast Crunch and, uh, wow, Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, Reese's Puffs. Now, I don't want to be the one responsible for you going home after this nah. and having some cereal. Nah, <laughs> okay. I'm good, man. It sounds nasty. Pop cereal, it just sounds nasty to me, man. I got that. I got to get to that point with pop, man. Because I, I. What do you drink? Pepsi. Yeah. Uh, probably Pepsi most often, Mountain Dew. And I'm a really, really big root beer guy. Oh, yeah. So. And W. Bargs. And it was just last night. It, I told you my issue last night. I was told. Dude, you got to quit with the pop. Yep. A lot more water. Yep. I used to work with a girl that uh, would have like the big, you know, like the big pops you can buy, the big Mountain Dews. Oh, yeah. She like used to take, down a, couple, take down a couple of those. Yeah. And I what? was like, girl, you got a problem. And she yeah. had same issues you had. And I'm like, they find out what was up. She goes, yeah, it's from all the excess stuff in the pop just yeah. building up into my organs. I'm like, yep. So no more for me, man. Yeah. I. Hopefully, hopefully I get there. Yeah, you got hopefully it, dude. I get there. Now we'll. Uh, 
I, I think we're going to wrap things up here. I, I, I want to remind everybody uh, to uh, subscribe, rate, uh, like. Uh, you can find us in the iTunes store, the Google Play store for those with Androids. Um, and you can also go to southbendbeat.com. You'll be able to play episodes directly from there. Remember, if you subscribe and rate and send a screenshot to me or Alpha Dog, anything, we're giving away four tickets for the South Bend Cubs home opener. And we're going to throw in a $50 uh, gift certificate to wow. their uh, team store out there as well. Very cool. So do that. Subscribe, rate, subscribe, rate. Send those screenshots. And uh, I want to turn over to Big Perm uh, to plug a couple things. I know you're still uh, kind of somewhat new to the morning show mm-hmm. here. Uh, you have Deserving Dozen. I just saw you're flying off buildings. you got a lot going on. A lot kind of, of things, fill us man. In. I've been pretty blessed, dude. Yeah, I'm uh, new to the morning show there at U93. I took over as uh, one of the hosts there. So we're on uh, 5.30 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, and then uh, I do my own weekend show every weekend from 10 to 3 there at United 3. Uh, yeah, a couple of segments I do on the show. I do the Deserving Dozen, so basically... Uh, I love those on Instagram, by the way, when you post Thanks, them. Yeah, 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 Instagram and Facebook and everything. Uh, yeah, so basically it's kind of one of those things where it's like a... One of the things you were asking me earlier about, you know, what's it feel like to be recognized and things like that, I always told myself... That if I ever got to a position where I had a little bit of power or, you know, kind of pull where I could basically be, basically do whatever I wanted to do. It's always been my goal to basically be to a position where if I wanted to do something, I could do it. Not one of those things where it's like, oh, well, money's going to be tight or, well, I can't do that because I, no, I've established myself for three years now, pretty much got a hand on whatever I want to do, I can do. So. Uh, having a successful show gives me the authority to basically do whatever I want to do in Michiana uh, bit-wise. So if I want to go out to Notre Dame and you know interview some people, have some fun, I can do that. So what I wanted to do was uh, one thing I've noticed about moving here to Michiana is there is uh, a lot of people not really living their dream life. Right. And I am. So uh, I want to share that with people. And I hate to see people down, you know, because I've been there. Man, I've been in some dire straits where I've haven't been able to pay my bills, and I've I've had my roommate banging on the door. It's a buddy of mine, and I can't pay the rent, and I've had to like be quiet so he didn't know I was in there. I've been that. I have felt that pain, and just that that nothing feeling of you're struggling financially, can't pay the bills, and I hate to see people going through that. So I want to bring joy, man. I have had many deaths in my family and just that feeling of whether it's you're going through a bad part of your life and you have no one to turn to. Nobody cares about you or maybe they act like they do on social media, but then, you know, for real, they won't help you out or something. You're having right. stress, you know, that kind of stuff, man. So I want to be there for you. Obviously, I don't know everything that everybody's going through. So I do a segment on the show called Big Perms Deserving Dozen. Now, this is where uh, I've partnered with... Uh, a floral company, florist, called uh, Yellow Rose Florist and Granger. So basically, like any kind of flower I want, they surprise me with. So basically, every week I go out somewhere in Michiana and surprise somebody with a bouquet of flowers. So what you have to do is you have to nominate someone. So if you have like someone in your life, whether it's uh, someone in your family or a friend of yours or a neighbor, anybody in your life, you're like, you know what, Susie's going through a real tough time right now. This would be a good person. 
all you got to do is email me at bigperm at unity3.com or for social media friends, hit me up and just let me know and we'll get the details. And basically, I just uh, get the details on where that person is going to be on the weekend and then I get you, whoever nominated, and I get you to uh, get them in one place. So I need you to just hold them there for a few minutes and I'm going to come there and, you know, wherever you're at, whether it's your home or, you know, their work or something, and I'll come in and surprise them with some flowers, throw them off. You can't tell them though. So we come in there, you and I know about it, but they don't know. So I come in, surprise them, shock them. Oh my God. Let them know that there is someone out there who does care because I've had that feeling and I hate to see it. And a lot of it is a lot of people going through health issues or they lost a job or they can't afford things like that. So I'm working with companies to, uh, you know, throw in like a, like a $50 Meyer gift card or something. Oh, I'm yeah. adding yeah, to it. Great. So yeah, I'm picking up sponsors here and there, but right now it's just the florist. So just some flowers, let you know that I care. So big perm at unity3.com. You want to email me or just search big perm unity3 on social media. Hit me up there. Well, we'll figure it out. So, uh, do that. And, um, that's about it, man. Just the show every morning and man, we appreciate you coming on. Um, uh, Appreciate you know. having me, dude. This is fun, man. Yeah, it's... Uh, Don't yeah. want it to end. You said the show, and then uh, do you need me to say something else? We're having a blast here, man. You got aspirations of your radio DJ, man? You're good. No? no? What are you doing this for? You're good. This episode of the South Bend Beat Podcast brought to you by the Alpha Dog Agency. Special thanks to True Park Media for production. If you'd like to sponsor on a future episode, email info at alphadogagency.com.